Matt Scott Todd coming at you live from the closet. May 8th, 2018. Todd's birthday we're, Eve Eve. We're a day early. The show notes yeah. have it for the Oh yeah, May that's night. true. Well I've been doing Wednesdays frequently recently. Yeah, I so. know. I'm just I'm saying we're we're hit we're getting back to our Tuesdays yeah, schedule. Top of the game. That's right. Getting cheesy done. Faux reezy. Um all right, so, what? Nothing. Okay, so we're not going to start off with NBA talk, because we've been doing that way too much recently. All right. We're going to jump right in. With some, we'll get to the NBA talk, don't worry. Yeah, it's just a brief. Yeah, brief update, but we're going to get right back into some other rando topics. We do have everyone's favorite new game, Name Your Price, also known as Todd Elite Shift for $500. Um, and then we have some other... <laughs> That's really what we shouldn't rename it. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know why it's called Name Your Price anymore. It's basically I told Anne that, and she was like, really? Yeah, $500? She, she texted me and said, what have you done to my husband? I said, I didn't do anything. <laughs> I just threw it out there. He threw the 500 bucks. In fact, that was his no, idea. No, actually, was I brought shit. it up. Yeah, exactly. I think that's what I said. I was like, I didn't even mention that. I had a different, a different one that I was talking about. He talked about eating dog shit. Don't look at me. <laughs> you were, you were just gonna have me stand in the ocean all night long. Yeah, which seemed reasonable. Um, okay, so I wanted to start today with something that I've been reading about, and something you know, it, it's a societal change that's been happening for the past couple of years, especially with the younger generation, the quote-unquote millennials. And that is that <clears throat> you know the millennials are not the younger generation anymore. They're not the youngest, but they're younger. They're the generation before mine and yours. <laughs> younger than you. Yeah, younger than me. You're, exactly. You're a, you're a like. No, I'm you're not. sort Whatever of you're on the bubble. Say. Well, Whatever our whole family is. Both super of our parents. Old millennium. Yeah, both of our parents were born in the first year of the greatest generation, or not the, of, of the baby boomers. 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 And then, we both boomers. qualify, therefore, no matter when we're born, as Generation X. Although I don't That's necessarily. It is true. If you're the children of a baby boomer, you're Generation X. Although I don't necessarily associate myself in a lot of ways with Generation X. I'm more, I have more, I'm more squarely Gen X than you are here on the edge. Exactly. It's true. I admit it. Apparently millennials are 81 and older, which I don't think is true. I think there are a lot of people several years younger than me that are much more... Well, yeah, it's interesting. Well, now millennials just sort of become slang for like... Dumb young whiny, people. whiny young people. Whiny bitches. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. So. In any event, the thing that the millennials and the younger generation. I know, I know how coworkers that could be my children. Oh yeah, for sure. I have a coworker who's only a few years older than me, who's a grandfather. So what? Really puts things in perspective. He had a kid when he was like twenty, and that kid is now twenty, and she has a son. So. Like, what? Yikes. Like a 10 year old or? <laughs> no, 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 no. Her son's, uh, <laughs> like I think he just had his two. first, yeah, just had his first birthday, but he's still a grandfather. Okay. Yeah, qualifies. that's crazy. It is pretty crazy. Um, in any event, um, so a, a lot of these, a lot of the younger generation, I'll stop saying millennials because clearly that's distracting you, are big into the Uber and the Lyft and these car share, share ride programs, things of that sort. And I read an article recently that said, in 20 years, less than half the population in America, and I bet it would be even lower worldwide, will actually own an automobile. 
because they'll be using all these other modes of transportation to get around. And I just wonder two things. A, how will that affect the auto industry? I think it will greatly. Sales of automobiles and the secondary auto industry, secondary sales. And then B, what is that? How does that change society? Does that mean that only people who live outside of cities will own cars and everyone that lives inside a city will not own a car? Are there not going to be parking garages in downtown areas anymore? Am I jaded? Am I looking 50 years ahead instead of 20 years ahead? Thoughts? Comments? Eh, first of all, it's not just young people that use Uber and Lyft. I understand that, but they are driving, they're driving the popularity of those things. I Fair use enough. it very infrequently, normally just to go to the airport. It's really the only time I've yeah, yeah. ever used it. I guess I, I, you and I use it more as like a more convenient taxi service as opposed to just like getting places. Yeah, I have a co-worker I do have, who I do lives have a downtown co-worker. Denver, uses it all the time. Yeah, I do have a co-worker that was like riding her bike sometimes and then other times was just taking Lyft to work. That's for crazy. like six or seven dollars, maybe eight, and I was like, "Are you seriously paying fucking eight dollars to go to and from work each? Seems like, like a eight dollars each way, yeah. multiple days a week?" I was like, "This way you don't have any money." Right. It's, a du- it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. That's a whole other topic about how the millennials get um, money. But anyway, go ahead. But uh, I no, I mean the infrastructure of parking. I mean, there's a shit ton of cars. There's too many cars right now. So agreed. I mean, we could easily lose a couple hundred thousand from With major no metropolitan cities, and it wouldn't, I don't think it would affect infrastructure. It would take, I think, several generations of, like, shared ownership to really, like, bite into that. And right. But the, I mean, the thing about ride-sharing right now is, like, people still own cars, they're just sharing them. So there's, like... I mean, there's not really fewer cars yet. Right. You know what I mean? I do. Maybe fewer owners, but there's... I guess there would be eventually fewer cars. Yeah, I think we've peaked. I think think there are now... I think there will never again be... And I'm speaking in slight hyperbole here because I don't know 150 years from now, but if things continue on this downward trend, I think we've already seen the most cars on the road that we will ever see. I think it's only going to diminish from this point forward. Yeah, I don't know if that's true, but maybe. I mean, I mean, and then you layer in the whole, like, self-driving car, so, like... Of course, I didn't even mention if, that. Yeah, if, that if that becomes, like, ubiquitous, we'll, you won't really need to own a car. You'll just sort of, like, take one. Right. It'll be more like buses that go wherever you want right personalized buses that's what it becomes which i'm all for that like i don't give a shit about driving i would much rather have something else drive drive me around just chill that goes without saying check my instagram (laughs) i mean legally your ability to nap (laughs) while doing anything definitely nap on the way everything else of course you would would Are you, you not? Me? How fucking great would that be? No, I, I, I mean, totally would. Get up a little earlier and then just take a quick 30-minute snooze on the way to work? I'd love to do that. I currently do whatever this, the exact opposite of that is as I pedal myself to work at home. You stay awake? I, I clearly have to stay awake. <laughs> and yes, I'm, I'm at a high heart rate as opposed to reclined and asleep. Oh, okay, I gotcha. I was like, how... <laughs> 
How is that the exact opposite? But yes, I guess if you are physically exerting yourself yes. Yes, versus me just sitting there, like listening to a podcast on the way to work or talking on the phone. Nodding off. Yeah. It's good. Safe. Good stuff. No, not, not nodding off. Not oh, if you were. That's usually on the way home. Right. <laughs> that makes me feel Speaking like... of which, I think we might have talked about this before, sure. but when I was in college, like driving back and forth from Clemson to Columbia, oh. I would definitely fall asleep for like little stretches right. and have to like get off because I would like sort of veer into the median and be like, oh, <laughs> I don't know would if you, you ever did that. Sleep? No, fuck no. no. I would, it, at first I would try to, I had several uh, methods that I tried to get to wake me up. Yeah, I would yeah. uh, turn on yeah. the air conditioner. Doesn't I would work. lick my fingers and rub them on my eyelids. Does not work. <laughs> hang on, so hang on, like hang on. Cool... Pause. Zach Morris, time out. Why do you lick your fingers first? Because that coupled with the air conditioner was like a cool blast on oh my, my eyelids. You're even dumber than I thought. I think that was possible. Okay. So that didn't work. But really? if I like pulled over at an exit and stopped, got out of the car, got something to drink, like a Diet Coke or a Diet Mountain Dew, and then I'd be fine because I just needed that like snap myself out of it, like so, get up and walk around. I agree completely. You need something that it's it's not even that. It's just to break up the monotony of sitting in that chair. Because I've yeah, heard all like, those like I would open the window too. That didn't do shit. Yeah, I was about to say I've heard that we open the window. That just made it more comfortable for me because I like sleeping in cold <laughs> rooms with fans on. So the air conditioner didn't work. The window didn't work. And if it was like the summer in South Carolina, I was not opening that window. There were some sacrifices I would not make. <laughs> but no, I think uh, I'm assuming, and maybe you're not, but I'm assuming you're talking about the part of the drive, like the first 45 minutes where you you could at least take back roads. And so, you know, you're in the middle of nowhere in rural South Carolina. But actually, even on the interstate, even on 26, that was yeah, as 20, good as rural. 26 anyway. is where I, where I would fall asleep. Like the yeah. back roads, you have to pay attention a little bit. The right. one that's basically just like a straight road and there's like pine trees on either side and you're just yep. going 70 miles an hour, just zoned out. So that's when I would fall asleep. So I've done that plenty of times. It wasn't even necessarily that, that particular drive. I've done it, I don't know, in all sorts of drives, shorter drives, longer drives. Probably the scariest ever actually happened not that long ago. It was a little over a year ago. <laughs> I was back in South Carolina. I run the Palmetto 200, which we've talked about on this show. And my friend Brian conveniently got married the Saturday that the Palmetto 200 finished and he was getting married in Hilton Head. So I finished the race and I've described the Palmetto 200. You understand the Palmetto 200. It's where you're basically up for 30 hours straight and it's a running race. So my body is completely exhausted. My mind is completely exhausted. And then I went to dad's house and took his wife's car and drove it down to Hilton Head for the wedding. Hilton Head is about two hours from Charleston. I was fine on the way down. I had some soda. I was pop, you know, I was chugging soda the whole way just to stay awake. But I do, you know, I go, I do the wedding, I hang out. There are some friends there I haven't seen in a while, so I hang out after the wedding with them. We go to like a few bars. Obviously, I'm not drinking because I don't drink, but, you know, just spending time with my friends who I don't normally see. And at like, I don't know, 1230. I'm like, all right, I'm peacing out. I drop them off at their hotel, and I start driving back to Hilton Head. This is 12.30 Saturday. Sorry, from Hilton Head to Charleston. You're correct. This is 12.30 late Saturday night. 
I have a flight at like 6 a.m. Sunday morning, and I'm driving two hours back. And this is after I'd flown from Denver to Charlotte two days prior on Thursday. I was part of a relay race that ran 200 miles starting Friday morning that went all the way through overnight into early Saturday or midday Saturday. So I'm just completely exhausted. And I don't remember shit about that drive. Now, as I was leaving Hilton Head, I did stop at a gas station. I got a huge, like, you know, 64-ounce whatever, Coke Zero, whatever it was, because I knew I was going to need it. I could tell this is going to be painful. But I remember multiple times, you know, just kind of nosing off and hearing the... Of those little rumble strips or whatever. That's rumble strips are lifesavers for sure. I mean, whoever, a lot of times. Whoever thought of that. Yeah, Whoever thought idea. of that, like, good job. You definitely those, saved multiple lives. I mean, I'm not kidding. A dozen, 15 times that I probably remember hitting those things and it woke me up. I rolled in. And actually, I've never told anyone this, and I'm saying on the podcast, so anyone that listens is going to know. I rolled in, you know, whatever it was, 2.30, 3 o'clock. So I was like, all right, I'm going to get 90 minutes of sleep after not sleeping the night before and not sleeping well the night before that. So I set my alarm. And and by the way, they weren't home. Dad wasn't home. They were out of town. And so I just had <laughs> Did a Did they know to get you in. took their car? Yes, yeah, of course. I, I'd organized all this ahead of time, obviously. <laughs> and I didn't just steal my father's car. I wouldn't be able to get in the house. But anyway, so I walk in, take my suit off, hang it all up. I get all my stuff ready because I know I'm basically going to get up and go. I actually, I was the plan was to take an Uber to the airport in Charleston, which I ultimately did. But, so I, I, I lay down, I set my alarm, and then when I wake up, it's not because the alarm is going off, it's because sun was pouring into that little guest room at Dad's house, and I was like, oh shit. It was like <laughs> 7.45, slept right through my alarm, never heard it. I mean, yeah, probably did, and just, probably did, and then subconsciously just turned it off. I don't remember. Thankfully... I was able to call, I think I was flying United, and, you know, I told them my car broke, I made up some lie, I don't know, and, uh, they don't care, they don't, I don't care. care why you missed it, no, they don't care, but they changed it to a later flight, which was at, like, 9.30, this was 7.45, so it was, like, it was almost more convenient, and, uh, went through Chicago and, and out to Denver, just like my original trip was planned to do, and they didn't charge me a fee, so it worked out perfectly, but, nice. uh, but, yeah, by far, looking back on it, the sketchiest drive, late night or early morning, if you will, drive I've ever done, and I should that I should not have done. I clearly should not have done that. That was really stupid. I could have died so many times. And yeah, don't do that anymore. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for the. Uh, sage <laughs> Here's a wisdom. piece of advice: <laughs> don't don't stay don't up do for that. 36 hours and then <laughs> drive right. in the middle of the night. Good, good and then, plan. And assume that your alarm's going to wake you up after you sleep for an hour and a half. Seriously, that was the dumbest thing. Because I even considered, <laughs> I was like, I should probably just stay up. This is not going to end well. I've done this before. Uh, missed a flight because I overslept. And so... Wait, was, you've, missed, just, you've missed another flight because you overslept? Yeah, that's happened before. But I was just so exhausted, I couldn't like I, I couldn't do it. I was like, I, I just have to lay down. The other time that I missed a flight, I was in Philadelphia for work, and I'd gone to the casino the night before. I had an early morning flight, similar situation. Stayed out till like 3, 4 in the morning, got back to the hotel, exact same thing, set the alarm, slept right through it, and I was like, shit. <laughs> and 
that time they did charge me like fifty or hundred bucks, but I'd actually had you won or lost money at the table. I, I'd won. I'd won the night before, so it was okay. Um, <laughs> so you came out even. No, actually, I called the, the. We had a secretary at that point in time who booked all our travel. I called her and I was like, "Man, I, I think I lied then too." <laughs> I was like, "Man, I told the, you know, I, I did a wake up call at the hotel and they never called me." She's like, "All right, let me see what I can do." And then, you know, she called me back and said when my new flight was and that it was a hundred dollar change fee or something. She's like, "Don't worry about it. We'll take care of it." I was like, "Thanks, Heidi. You're the best." Nice. Woo! Narrowly avoided getting fired at that point. Cause I wasn't what? The, for a hundred bucks. I know. I'm probably speaking facetiously, but I wasn't quite the industry vet that I am now. They wouldn't dare do it to me now. Anyway, um, all right. <laughs> so, as usual, we kind of got into a discussion of vortex there. But cars in 20 years, they'll be around, but not as prevalent as they are today. That's my prediction. Come back to this podcast, podcast, Produce. May 8th, 2018, to figure out. So, what what, what do you think the uh, percentage of cars on the road? will be in 20 years than it is today. Like 75% as many cars? Yeah, I think a 25% reduction seems reasonable. Okay. I really do. I think we've peaked. I think it'll slowly go down. It just depends. It depends but, on how prevalent things like what you're talking about, like the, the, the auto, autonomous driving vehicles and all that. It depends on how popular they become. Yeah, but then, like, I don't know. I mean, maybe in the United States the number will go down, but I think, like, the number's only going to go up in China and maybe India for, Personal vehicle for a while. Ownership? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I'm I would think the opposite. Clearly. I, I would actually think, uh, you know, especially <laughs> countries like Japan, I think it's I think they're ahead of us. I know Japan and China are different countries. Cars. I understand that. But, yeah, in terms of Yeah, but there's, like, you know, the growing middle and upper middle class in China who are wanting to buy cars. Right now, that previously yeah. did not own them, and I don't know if you've heard. There's a lot of people that live in China, like over a billion. So, is it a billion? I thought it was six million. Is it a billion now? Okay, that's a lot of people. I'm joking. I know it's a shitload of people. They yeah, produce so iPhones and they produce over people. a billion. That's their biggest. Um, but uh, I forgot what my point was. Um, a lot of people China. in China and. Yep. Oh, I, no! I lost it again. <laughs> <laughs> so I, oh, I, I remember here, my point and was yes. that in 25 years, theoretically, yeah. the population will have gone up in the world. So maybe the number of cars won't go down. Maybe the cars per capita will go down, but maybe the the number of cars will flatline because it's or even uptick slightly. Because there's no uh, people. No, I, think I don't know. The, Who knows? I think the Who adoption knows? of non-personal car ownership options will outpace the population growth. So, what other things do you see being part of the sharing economy, other than vehicles? Well, cryptocurrency, vehicles. obviously. What's that? <laughs> cryptocurrency, obviously. They <laughs> said spouses. Uh, well, I mean, you watch enough TLC, you might think that's a prevalent thing here in our society. What is that? What, what TLC show are you referring to? Well, there's sister watch? wives, there's seeking sister wife, where there's is guys... Is that a real looking, thing? Yeah, that are already polygamous, but are looking to add another, you know. I know. Oh. It's big out here in this part of the country. Probably not as big in Baltimore area, but... Nah. Out here in the, the state next to me, whew, there's a lot of it. 
So speaking of dating. Sure. Wow, what a transition. I see a topic on this list that. Yes, you do. So I have a coworker of mine. He recently turned 54, I believe. Older gentleman. Not not part of the. Not part. Not a millennial. Not a millennial. No, not at all. And. So wait, what generation is that? What's between like Gen X and. I don't know. Baby boomer. I, just I really don't know. Sloppy seconds, or I don't know what they're called. I'm thinking based on the age of his parents, or what I believe to be the age of his parents, I think he's in the same, I think he's Generation X, technically. Because I think his parents are baby boomers. It doesn't quite work that way. I know that's how they came up with the definition, but I don't... If only we both had computers directly in front of us that we could look it up. All right, you get on that. I'll finish the, the lead in here. You're bearing the lead. With your fucking generational questions. All right. So anyway, 54-year-old guy, myself and a, a female coworker of mine who is a millennial, decided, hey, his name's Stu. He, he'll never listen to this. So I might as well throw him out there. We decided, hey, we're going to figure out a way to get Stu a date. So we created profiles for him on both eHarmony and Plenty of Fish, both sponsors of tonight's May 8th, 2018 podcast. Both excellent sites. They each have their own, you know, yays and nays. But eHarmony, plenty of fish. Go check it out. Free trial today. Use promo code BROPOD. Check it out. Um, it's probably not going to get you anything. But it could. Yeah, you, you, you can type that promo code in. Good luck with that. Well, everyone gets a free trial at first, so I figured eh, <laughs> they're none the wiser. They'll be like, what anyway. is this BROPOD shit? Yeah. <laughs> we, should, we should look those guys up. Not giving accepted. Us, we probably they're giving should. us... Like, ones of referrals. Yeah, dozens of hits. All right, so what's before I continue, what's the generational thing? Throw it out. So, apparently, it's Baby Boomers to Generation X. So, it says Baby Boomers are born 1946 through 1964. Okay. I think and that's then, when he was born. Is that right? Well, he it says 54 yeah. to 72, which, again, Huge these range. are all, that seems like a pretty big range. Yeah. It's 18 years. You would think a generation would be two decades. Yeah. Gen X, it says 65 through 80. So 38 through 53. Yep. I'm assuming this is from this year, if not close enough, whatever. Right. And then millennials are 81 through 96. That's that's only 15 years. I guess the other one's only 15, too. I don't know why baby boomers get a larger span. I don't know. I, th- I mean, there's definitely like those sort of like fringe, like On the edge, people from yeah. like 1960 through 1970. Maybe I don't think they really can. Cons- maybe 70. Yeah. Like feel more Gen X, but like that that decade doesn't really feel like Baby Boomers or Generation X because Generation X to me is more like grew up in the 80s. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So if you're Not, we're 53, already you were like in high school 20. in the 80s. Yeah, or the early 80s. Yeah. So you you don't quite make the cut like you were. Whatever, it doesn't matter. You were, and then like whatever. you're in the 80s and 90s if you're in Gen X in my mind. So like, if you were like <laughs> having kids in the 90s or like well into True. your working career in the 90s, you probably aren't really part of Generation X. But whatever. That's this is one article's official 
I'm sure there's 27 that's, other definitions. Yeah, that's of the it. other thing. You fi- you can find all sorts of different opinions on where the actual cutoffs are. Some people do it based on, like you know, the dawn of the internet is the end of one age and the be- or the end of one generation, the beginning of another. Um, you know, Reagan presidency, which I guess falls into the category that you were just talking about. So, I, I don't know. There's a lot of different ways to look at it. So who cares? Anyway, the point is, indeed, the point is obviously this was my first foray into this sort of a thing. I mean, I think maybe early on, like 10, 12 years ago, I fooled around with Match.com for a while, but that was in the early stages of Match. I never actually used it and or acquired any matches or dates from any of these sorts of websites. But it's really fascinating to me what the profiles look like. I'm assuming you, being married for 20 years, have also not looked at these sorts of sites. Never. some, Some period of time. Um, Although but some... I did have a coworker at my last job who was on Tinder, and one of oh. our other coworkers would send would like fuck with dudes that were trying to talk to her, right? Because it's basically like for girls, just a nightmare. It's just like unsolicited dick pics constantly. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Even for Stu, a man in his fifties, you know, we we tried to give him a little benefit of the doubt. I think our age range was like forty to fifty-two or something. You know, we're trying to find him a little. You know, give him give him a little uh, vibrancy there in his life, and get some does, youth. Does Stu feel like an? I mean, I don't know how much you want to talk about him personally, but does he feel sure. like a an older fifty fifty year old or a younger? Does no. would he, would, would a in, would a forty five year old be like, oh yeah, this guy seems my age, or would they be like, no, this is I my so. parents' age? No, I think so. He's got a good head of hair. You know, he's just he's just very. He's he's eighty in terms of how much he's set in his ways, so he's just one of these. You know, he's got his routine, and she needs to fit that routine. Sure. It's a no go. Well, as an I'm example, guessing he's never been married. Uh, no, I believe uh, he has actually. He has a child. Yeah. Yeah, an I'd, adult. Child. I find people that like get married later. You'd probably qualify for this. Yeah, you've been sure. in a committed relationship, whatever. Right. That uh, they tend to be less flexible with like. Right. The people they date. Well, yeah, like, this is how I do it because I've done it my way forever. I haven't had to yeah. compromise with anyone. They fall into that pattern. But he had a very short relationship six months ago or so with like a twenty-five-year-old. So <laughs> shouldn't have happened. It did not. It ended quickly and did not end well. Um, and that's all the details I'll go into. But it's anyway. So the point is that it's it's a meat market. These sites even. You know, plenty Even of fish. Even eHarmony, like... the one that sounds. Oh, wait, yeah. is plenty of fish is the name of a thing? That's the name of one, yeah. Is that like a Christian thing? I thought so, but uh, I don't think so. I think there's ChristianSingles.com. That's obviously a Christian one. There's Farm Singles. There's Black Singles. There's. You, you name it, you know. Yeah, I. Whole. There's some other moron, I think I might have mentioned this before, who uh, thinks that the, my email address on Gmail is their email address. They always sign up for it. Right. There's like some farm farmers' wives or farm yeah, girls thing. Yeah, I was getting like profiles from this. I'm like, what the fuck is this? So after looking at it for thirty or forty five minutes, you said, "Wait a minute." No, no, no. It was this not that. It, me. I mean, no. <clears throat> no. I'm okay. good. I don't need. I don't need more. More stuff. <laughs> more ladies. <laughs> I don't need that. Fair enough. If you do, go to TLC. Check out the programming. 
late night TLC, soon to be a sponsor or of this pod. Farmer Girls or whatever it's called. I didn't yeah, what that's exactly. Called. Girls on farms. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the point is, is that even though these sites are different from the apps that you hear nowadays, you know, Tender, Bumble, some of these other things, it's basically the same thing. In fact, they had a feature that the female coworker and I were going through where you literally just see one picture and you have to say, you know, thumbs up, it could be a match, or thumbs down, which is essentially what Tender is. Swipe right, swipe left. Yeah, swipe right, swipe left, except it's just clicking yes or clicking no. It's just, I don't know. I mean, like, is this, will kids growing up ever have to go through the process of getting to know someone and meeting someone and going on dates, or is it all going to be app-based to where, we're doing a lot of future casting today on the pod, I mean to do that, but, or they the can literally future. just look, yeah, look at a, a picture on their phone or on their computer screen or on their iPad or whatever and just say yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, until something hits. It's kind of like, just, well, you know, they're, it's like a shotgun approach versus a rifle. Yeah, I mean, there's always been that, like, sort of initial attraction part of it, right? Sure. Like, you see somebody, you're like, oh, I'll go talk to this person. You're not like, if there's, like, if you're a heterosexual male looking for a female date or whatever, you don't just, like, talk to anyone who's female. You're like, oh, I like this person looks attractive to me. So you're giving them a thumbs up in the real wor- world, even if you're not, like, using an app. I mean, yes. you're definitely missing out on things because, like, yeah, you never read a pictures are complete bullshit. But also true. <laughs> um, but like, you still like, you're not like, oh, I liked your picture, so now we have to be married for twenty years. You still yeah. like have to date them. I mean, it's better right? than arranged marriages, I suppose. Yeah, no, you still have to. Yeah, of course. <laughs> this isn't married at first sight. Another show. That's Plenty of fish point. doesn't just straight up marry you. <laughs> I, there might be that, that. You probably have to pay a monthly subscription for that. There might be that feature. Arranged marriages app. Yeah. Plenty of arranged marriages, fish. I don't know. Anyway, it's just it was it was a very interesting little experiment. It's still ongoing. We're hoping to find him true. Obviously, we'd have to tell him at some point. Hey. So, so wait, you're, he doesn't know that he's on the side. I was no. half paying attention to you. Clearly, no, he doesn't. I was I was looking up generational things, so he I doesn't know he's on here. But you have pictures of his genitalia that you're posting on there. That would be incorrect. No, we do not have genitalia <laughs> photos. We have one picture of him. It's a very good black and white picture, and that's all we posted. But uh, so you have gotten hits, or you have not? We've we went through and did the match thing, and then we also sent out some like inquiring emails or messages or whatever to some people. Honestly, I haven't checked. We did the, We just did this last week, so I haven't oh. checked it. So but, this is uh, a, an hoping... ongoing. Yeah, it's brand new, sitch. and it's ongoing. Yeah. Brand new sitch. That's right. So, good luck to you, Stu. Good luck, Stu. Hoping to help help you out, buddy. uh, Disco Stu doesn't advertise. That's right. Um, Hey, Disco (laughs) Stu. Okay, speaking of apps, this is just a quick one. I'm just kind of proud of it. So, I downloaded this app. I don't even know why I did in retrospect. And it's... um, it was called Rock Hard Abs in 30 Days. <laughs> and so I downloaded it, and it's like, you know, with only 10 minutes a day. just photo filter you put over your selfie? No, 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 no. It's a workout thing, so it gives you exercises to do every day. And it says, you know, with only 10, only 10 minutes a day, within 30 days, you'll have Rock Hard Abs. And I was like, cool. So I downloaded it. <laughs> Wait, is this starting at, like, Marshmallow, or what's the what's the baseline? Well, well uh, don't. Don't bury the lead. So 
<laughs> so day one, and this was May 1st, I was like, I'll wait till May and I'll, I'll do it all throughout the month of May. And I mm-hmm. took pictures before. I'm going to do some before and after photos. I'll put them up on the website as soon as we <laughs> go live here. Um, <clears throat> and so day one, I do the workout and I open it up and it's like, all right, get ready for your exercises. And there's 26 different exercises. And I was like, there's no way this is only going to take 10 minutes, but all right, I'm game. So, you know, there's reverse crunches, there's bicycle kicks, there's heels to the heaven, there's planks, there's, you name it, there's all sorts of different, there's, there's hip stretches, there's, there's all sorts of stuff that really does work your abs pretty hard. I got like, and you know, it's, it's like plank for a minute is, is, you know, to give you an idea of how the, the level of these things, and then, you know, do 30 crunches or whatever. But it's constant. And then in between, there's either a 15 or a 30 second rest. I get to like exercise 18 and I am just in pain. My so wait, entire how many stomach... exercises did you say there were? 29? There were 26? 28. Either 26 or 28, I can't remember. Just for the, this is day one. A shit ton, and I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, if this is where it starts, by day 30, I'm going to be up here for an hour and a half and I'm going to break my back and my abs are going to fall out of my anus or something. So, but I, rock, I was rock like hard on the floor. Exactly. Yeah. Dead. So I was like, but I'm not going to quit. It's day one. I got a, I got a muscle, not muscle. I got a stomach through it. Right. Mm-hmm. So I finish and then I, I go and investigate the app. It turns out there were three levels to the rock hard abs in 30 days. I was on obviously ridiculous the, mode. The punchline. Yeah. I was on the, you're already a fitness model level. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. So, that's not what it was called, but it may as well have been. Did you so dial like, it oh. back? Well, yeah. So day two, I went back to the, the medium wait, wait, level sorry. app. Back up. Yeah. So how long did it take you to do your, your 10-minute rock-hard abs with all well, these 26 just, exercises? Just the working part, they don't include rest time, was like 13 and a half minutes. So basically, there was 13 and a half minutes of like focused ab work with rest seem... in between. I mean, I'm sure that's miserable, but it doesn't bro, sound that bad. bro. I'm telling you, find the app, Rock Hard Abs in 30 Days, download it, and just try and do half the exercises on the first day. You'll you'll collapse. I'm it good. was brutal. I don't need to do that. Total, total brutality. So obviously today is the eighth. I've now done the first seven days because I, you know, on May second I did the the first one of the the medium level one. It's a lot easier. There's only 16 exercises in every one. The first exercise is always 20 jumping jacks. And then the last three are always like stretching exercises to kind of cool yourself down. So there's basically only like 13 exercises that you're doing. But again, so the, plenty of does planks. Does the cool down and the and the jumping jacks is that included in the 13 minutes? Uh, yeah, that's included in the in the total time, huh. which is helpful. Makes so would you easy. say so I could look forward do this? You have to do it every day. How often do you do it? it well, it's every day. Well, it's calendared for every day, but I think every fourth day is a rest day. So you do it six days a week, more or less? Five or six days a week, yeah. Yeah. What? Five or six, yeah. Every fourth day is a rest every day. Rest. Yeah. So, so yeah, every, my first week, week I did it six times. Here in the second week, I'll do it five Occasionally, days. you have two, two, two rest days. Correct. Um. Uh, would you say it's a good, like, do you get any workout other than abs or is it all targeted towards your gut? Oh, it's all abs. I mean, it's, it's the full, the full spectrum though. Like you can, you know, it's obliques, 
It's center abs, high abs, low abs. But yeah, but like a plank, like that works your arms some too, right? Not really. That's a core move. Yeah. It's all okay. about the holding with the abs. It's all about strengthening the core. Yeah, I got the core. I get that part. Get in the core. So Does it work your your back abs? No, but it hurts my back. Some of those things I'm like, <laughs> ah. Like I'm sore. My back is sore. Like today, tomorrow is my rest day. So definitely by the third day, you know, of the set, it's. <laughs> so your rest day is bro. probably the most painful, right? Because you're not, you're not pushing it at all. You're just like feeling the brunt of. <laughs> Pretty much. Six days in a row getting kicked yeah, in the you ass. Need, you need the recovery for sure. It's brutal. It's brutality. So. So um, what what is the uh, definition of rock hard abs according to this? You're just stronger core. I don't know. It's just got a picture of some fitness guy with rock hard. No, it's, no I mean, shit, it's claiming. Like, what are you expecting? You're just strengthening your muscles? Or are you trying to I, like define? I'm trying to strengthen my core. I would like to get some more definition, but we'll see when the pictures come out. <laughs> what it looks like. Are you going to shave for these photos? I, I didn't shave for the before, so no, I'm not going <laughs> to shave for the afters. All right. Wait, my, my face or my... Or my abdomen. No, give a shit. Okay. Face. Good. So I was like, my face is not pictured in the original photos. <laughs> I want to be able to post these anonymously if I need to and say, check out these rock hard abs. Who's this guy? Dr. Adonis? <laughs> just, just photos of you doing your laundry across your uh, stomach. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Got to clean this shirt. Just finished working out. Got to rinse it off in these rock hard abs. Get that sweat and dirt out of it. Exactly. How many abs do I have? Jesus. <laughs> but I'm going back and forth. Oh, back and forth? Okay. Yeah. It's not just one direction. That's what makes no, you beautiful. Not. One direction has nowhere near the kind of abs I'm going to have. So I'm I pretty excited they, about it. I bet they have some pretty good abs. That's probably all they do, right? It's like work out and I don't know. learn dance routines. Dance? Yeah. Dance and bang chicks? Probably. Anyway. Um... All right, so that's the Ab App update. I'll keep that one updated too. We got a lot of updates we got to keep on going here. <laughs> this is gonna be an exciting one. So, um, all right, let's skip to name your price. I'm gonna bring the people back. I feel like we lost some people with the Ab Talk because they're like, I don't have abs and I don't want them. And I'm talking about you. Let's talk about name your price. You're lean it this week, so lay it on me. Hang on. All right. It's time for name your price, right here on the Bro Pub. Scott Duck. Okay, so that's where I, I put the. I have the, the topic listed as road trip, and you said yes, you, you thought did. you had a, an inkling of what this might be. So let's let's hear your guess because it might be better than the actual one. So. So I think you're gonna say, and again, the way name your price works, we discuss the situation and then we say how much money it would cost for us to partake in said situation. I think. Yes. What's the least knowing, amount of money you do it for? Right, the least amount of money. For example. Todd will eat hot, fresh, stinking dog shit for $500. Fresh out of dog's ass. Don't even let it hit the ground. Just drop the head down there on the grass. Oh, poop right in the mouth. 500 bones. I said I that said was the thousand. least amount I would do it for. I'll definitely and take more money. And that's the point of the game. Of course you'll take more. <laughs> I mean, you take more. But you would theoretically do it for 500 bones. Scares the hell out of me. Yes. Anyway. Theoretically. So tonight, the, as you mentioned, the title is Road Trip. I think you're going to ask me what price, what is the lowest amount of money I would accept to take a road trip, perhaps cross-country, with someone that you know that I hate, Oprah Winfrey. 
That's what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, well, I, and that's basically the premise. I was just thinking of okay. different people. So sure. people that have come into my mind when thinking about this. Dad. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> no music, just conversation. Oh, man. See, the, the, <laughs> see, there are the interesting details. No music. Wow. Okay. And then just recently, uh, a Houston Rockets fan after their win tonight. A just, Houston Rockets fan. Just listening to them oh, go on and on about the Rockets. <laughs> that I do for a much lower price because I'm riding with a stranger. What do I care? Um, so it, so I was right with the cross country, or you were yeah, just thinking? Yeah, Eddie, yeah. Or... I hadn't okay. really fleshed out the details surprisingly. So a but... multi multi day, not surprisingly, a multi day <laughs> road trip with my father and no music. Just straight talk. Just straight chatter from the mind of a 72 year old man I don't know um, <laughs> am I paying for gas and snacks out of, out of this out of this revenue no we'll say that we'll assume that's paid for it's all included okay that's good that's, that's part of that's it a, yeah that's, that's, that's include my costs <laughs> um, I probably do that Wait, is this right after he gets back from like the trip he's on now? And oh yeah, definitely. He's got a lot to talk uh, about. Hang on, that just doubled my price. <laughs> I'd say six grand. Oh wow, Jesus! Is <laughs> I, was, that high? I was assuming this would be a lower one. <laughs> yeah. I could be talked down potentially. <laughs> six grand, man. Encourageable with the Europe stories, I'm certain of. Yeah, I mean, this is one of those things where I feel like six grand is probably a reasonable number because, like, yeah. I think you could probably go down to, like, like originally my my thinking would be, like, a lower, like, several hundred dollars. But then sure. once you get into it, you're like, oh, not worth it. <laughs> well, I'm thinking real world. I'm, I'm giving up either a weekend or, like, you know, a couple of days of work. And, no, I'm not factoring in the loss of salary or the yeah, use no, of no. vacation days. But it's still, not that realistic. You know, I'm like, these are days you don't get back. You got, <laughs> you there's got to be a value. You could look at it as a, an, a nice experience money, to bond with your father. It could be. Yeah, it could but, also be. <laughs> yeah, I go skiing less. with him for a week at a time, and we're not <laughs> stuck in a moving metal vehicle for, you know, presumably 12, 15 hours a day. You're not stuck in a conversation capsule for a... No. I mean, yeah, we chat on the chair, but, you know, we always have that time where we separate yeah, and go over to Mott Canyon and ski on my own. time. Right. And by day two, we're sitting there at lunch, and after ten minutes of chatter, we're like, all right, got nothing left to say. <laughs> Unless Mike's eating with us, in which case, you know, Mike will keep the conversation going. Yeah, he's got all sorts of interesting anecdotes. All right, six grand, that seems reasonable. What were you going to say? You said several hundred. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> I think it seems like I do most things for about 500 bucks, apparently. You're always well below <laughs> me, which is kind of the running theme and slash joke here. It does not take as much money for you. I just have a higher price. By the way, I, I, I said Oprah because Oprah, back when I did my radio show at Clemson, was always the leader in the clubhouse for my annual show where I did the top 10 people I think should die. So clearly I do not have a fondness for Oprah. So what would that your would be, Oprah number be? Like 20 That's what grand? I was about to say. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be mid five figures. I don't know, 40, oh, 50 wow. grand. 
just to sit there and listen to her. I mean, she she's got a manly voice. Let's let's be honest here. Let's call it what it is. You get a car. You get a car. Bitch, shut up. I can't listen to that. <laughs> I mean, maybe if she recited the color purple script or something. Like, just keep me entertained. Don't give me any of your ideas. I, I don't care she, about I what you. I bet she might, is probably more entertaining one on one. And she's not like producing a show for you. Well, drop forty grand, and I'll I'll be happy to find out for you. <laughs> you're willing. You're willing to do that for. I'm willing to do that for forty grand. So, so on the flip side, who would be who would be the the Oprah person for you? I'm I'm sure you don't dislike Oprah as much as me. Mm, who would you nah. put in that seat? And then what would it cost you? I mean, the, the obvious one would be like Donald Trump. But yeah, Trump. I don't go that oh, obvious. Yeah, this is a sophisticated podcast. Think right. outside the box. Think. Let me think. Who? Oh boy. Who would I not want to chat with? I don't know. Give me. Okay, give me a region of the. I'm trying to think of stuff that I don't like. There's so much that I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel Ray. If we're if we're gonna go with like oh, TV hosts, okay. she kind of annoys me. By the way, me. has she not gained like 50 pounds recently? I don't. I, I have no idea. I've, I've I've never watched her show, but. Uh, she was the one that um, Pete Holmes. That wasn't that the show that Pete Holmes opened for in this this season of um, Crashing. He did the he warmed up the crowd. Oh, was yeah. that the Rachel Ray show? <laughs> yeah, it was the Rachel Ray show. I don't remember. I don't was she even season, on it though? It was, it was I think, the first season. I think season. she did. It was the first season. She appeared just for a minute. Yeah, because he told <laughs> he told her mother to fuck off or whatever he said that got him fired. It was like a fellatio kid. joke about her mom. Yeah. That's what it was. That's what it was. Not knowing that she was in the audience. Funny show. Um, crashing on actually HBO. Yeah, Crashing on HBO. A former sponsor of the pod. Soon to be brought back. But in any event, no, but she showed up and I was like, wow. She's been eating a few too many meals that she's been cooking on this show. It just looked like she'd put on an orphan or something. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, you don't know? Rachel Ray's. I mean, I don't find her very entertaining, obviously, but... I'm not going to critique her appearance one way or the other. Okay, fair enough. I'm not critiquing. I'm just asking the question. <laughs> has she put on weight since she first arrived on the scene? I'm sure she has. Probably so. So what is it that you dislike about Rachel Ray? And obviously the main uh, question here. I mean, name yeah, your I guess, price. I d- I don't know. I mean, again, I'd do it for less. <laughs> I'd do it for like ten grand. But okay, it's I I don't I can't think of a single person that I really like dislike that much that. Yeah. You'd have to pay me a lot of money to do it with. I'd have to think about it more. I can't. I'm sure like 27 different people will pop it in my mind after the show's over, but I can't think of anyone like so off the top of as my a, head. As a point of reference and to help you out, although I don't think any of these will necessarily qualify, some of the other people that consistently made it to my list mm-hmm. when I was talking about the top 10 people that should die, Celine Dion was on there a lot. Pink. Wait, speaking of Celine Dion, have you seen the yes. uh, Deadpool video with her singing? No, it's like, I have it's not. like a trailer for Deadpool 2. You should see it. Right. It's pretty funny. Okay. I will check that out. Our, our listeners um, can check that out as well. On the just tube? Type the in, U? yeah, just type in Deadpool 2, Celine Deadpool. Dion. Pretty okay. entertaining. I will look for that. Um, it will make you like Celine Dion more. Not her music, but. Really? Yeah, I think so. Is she actually in the movie, or is this like a, mo- a mashup trailer? It's, It's like a. A, a premise for it's not really a trailer it's more of like a promotion for the okay. movie gotcha by the way Deadpool the first one was very entertaining I'm looking yeah, forward to Deadpool too pretty good um, so Celine Dion Pink 
Kid Rock. Um, who were some others that made it on there? Uh, I think one year... Um, Kid Rock would be rough. <laughs> Geraldo. Geraldo Rivera was on my list. Oh, yeah. he's. Yeah, all these people would be pretty... Yeah, just pretentious people who think they're the smartest person in the room or the most interesting person oh, in the I room. I bet Dennis Miller would be not. a real pain in the ass to be in a car, stuck in a car with. I mean, you wouldn't be able to get 60% of the references he was making, so that would be one thing. You'd probably who learn cares? something if you like question it. him every time. Fuck no, you can learn about things that no one cares about. That's what I'm saying. I think Dennis Miller would probably be higher than Rachel Ray. He'd have to pay me like 20 or 30 grand to ride in a car with him. There we go. Todd's getting his numbers up to reasonable territory. Finally. He's understanding the game. On the, on the other hand, I would yes. pay to ride in a car with Norm MacDonald because I think that'd be fucking hilarious. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I love Norm Although MacDonald. I'd be afraid he would, like, fill the car with some sort of alcohol and, and or drug paraphernalia. He probably would. You'd be stopping at every casino, too, which obviously I would be in favor of. <laughs> Norm's got a gambling problem. I don't know if you guys knew that or not. I did not know um, that. He famously, the dollar amount is, is no one's sure about it, but he famously um, was at, at the at the New Jersey boardwalk in Atlantic City, and he uh, had lost a lot of money or won a lot of money or something, but he felt that in the process of doing that, like his gambling addiction had gotten worse, so he went to the edge of the sea. Boy, that was way more dramatic sounding than it was. And he just threw... <laughs> Something like a hundred, hundred and fifty grand into the ocean, just to get rid of it. He's like, "You're the, you're the root of my problem. Is this money? As long as I have the money, I'm going to continue to gamble." And so he just threw it in the ocean. Pretty famous story. Obviously not famous enough because you hadn't heard it, but no. Um, um, yeah, Norm's got some issues, but I agree, he'd be hilarious. Absolutely hilarious to do that with. What's the maximum amount of money you would uh, throw into the ocean as? to rid yourself of an addiction not necessarily gambling you're asking me yeah <laughs> I don't know 50 cents <laughs> that's what I'd I wouldn't say. throw any money I in the ocean I can't imagine this would be over a dollar god no are you kidding me <laughs> what a waste what a waste of money sure shit wouldn't throw 100 grand into the ocean yeah but does that I mean were people harvesting this uh, lapse? The, or... the what? Were people like, were people able to uh, recover any of this cash? Oh, I don't think so. I, I think assume it was, it was I mean, cash and not chips or something. Yeah. No. Well, I don't know. It could have been. <clears throat> it could have been. But um, yeah. No, I assume someone found it. Well, yeah, it was a hundred yeah. grand in cash, though. That's a big chunk of like money. Was he walking uh, around with a hundred grand in cash? Those are bricks, son. Those know, are definitely how, bricks. How many bricks is that? What are they? I mean, hundred like grand 10, is ten dollars. Yeah. yeah, they have ten thousand dollar bricks. They have five thousand dollar bricks too. So, I'm not sure which one it was, but I guess ten of those is not that much. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, and I'm not saying he had them in his pocket. <laughs> I mean, he could have been, you know, he just had them in a little duffel bag and he threw the entire bag in. I don't think he made it rain in the ocean for 45 minutes. Yeah. That's how long it would probably take to do that. So what um, what are the rules if you if you recover 100 grand in cash? The rules are you spend it as soon as possible. No. You wash like, that shit. 
If you find it and you try to turn it in? No, 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 no. Fuck no, I'm not turning it oh. in. I'm just like, uh... I don't know, Do you, if you find it and it's not yeah. stolen, it's like... Right. It's yours. I mean, do you have... Because... Uh, Are you asking it, if to report it on your taxes? No, yeah. it's found money. Okay. You just keep. You just spend it slowly. That, yeah. This is what I would do if, if that's what you're really asking. <laughs> you don't put a down payment on a house with it or anything. No, I mean I, you. You could. Some people have done that, but I wouldn't do that. I would just. I would no longer lose, use credit cards. I just, as much as I could, I'd pay cash for everything. For like the next five years of your life. <laughs> I hope 100k would last me more than five years for those sorts of expenses. I mean, obviously, like my mortgage and yeah, you know, I my guess recurring that's true. bills. If you're just, but if it's just else, folding food, money. Yeah. Food, groceries, that's food as well. I understand that. But gas, I mean, everything I could possibly pay with cash, I pay with cash. If, and if any of our listeners want to send us 100 grand, I'll even take 50 grand. You can split it between the two of us. That'll uh, do it for 500, whatever it is. <laughs> we can, uh, we've, we've proven that. We'll set up a place where you can send us $100,000 in cash and we'll see see how we spend it. Or you could send me $100,000 $100, in Bitcoin. I'll find a way to spend that too. Look out! Hey now, crypto. What's the uh, um, what's, what's Bitcoin trading at these days? It had a good run last week. It's down to about ninety two hundred, I think, today. From a high of like eleven grand, or what? What was the? Oh high? no! A few months a few months ago, it tapped out at like nineteen thousand. Oh. Eighteen thousand, something like that. I bought in right before that, so crushing it. <laughs> Sears is worth um, nothing. No, it's just worth about half what it used to be worth. But that's not what's important here. Yeah, Bitcoin's $9,015. So, anyway. We talk about this and a lot more on the Crypto Willy podcast, yet to be launched, along with the website. But uh, it'll be up there soon. Just as soon as Todd draws a picture. But let's move on. (laughs) Get away from Name Your Price. Everyone's favorite game, Sweeping the Nation. Sweeping the Nation. Let's move on to basketball. I feel like if we don't start talking about basketball now, we might skip it. And God forbid we do a week where we don't talk about basketball. So you had the topic about LeBron's shot. Um, His game three winner here, from this. Wait, so you didn't? You put down that you thought it was an overrated shot. So LeBron 100%. makes a game-winning shot. He drives down the left side of the, of the key and yep. takes a shot with his... Right hand. It was it was his right hand? I thought it was with his left hand. hand. He's no, sort of falling right away from the basket, one handed shot with his right hand, banks it off and it goes in. I thought it was pretty right. fucking impressive. Okay. But apparently you did not. There were quite a few NBA players that were losing their shit over it on Twitter. Let me ask you a question. My favorite of which being Channing Fry who said, Holy fuck, who takes a shot like that for the game winner? Which I thought was hilarious. He said that on Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> I honestly didn't know you could use profanity on Twitter. I guess oh, yeah. I probably should have. God, yes. I, I love training for Channing, come on our podcast anytime you like. Absolutely. You know why? Laker. That's why. Channing Fry. Good yeah. acquisition. Hmm. You don't seem as pleased about that. Um, I don't care that he's a Laker. He's, he's I know. a Portlander. He's Right. Let me ask you an honest question, though. Let's say that shot happened. Let's say the let's say there's nine minutes left in the third quarter, and mm-hmm. the shot clock's running down, and he makes that shot. 
is it anywhere near as overhyped and talked about as it is because of the fact that it was a game winner? It is a. It may yeah, I mean, be. A it might still be a highlight 10, play, but it's forgotten. Yeah, but it's forgotten. Of course, it's a, any game winners. I mean, okay, okay, it could be okay. a normal, just sort of like shot over somebody, but that was a right fairly like acrobat. I mean, it wasn't like an acrobatic, like a Kyrie layup, but a fairly like high degree of difficulty shot. I mean, okay, you could say so it was lucky, the, whatever. It's but for sure, so the the, Kyrie the game winner part like bumps it up. Bumps it up ten thousand percent. Yeah, and that's my point. Everybody's losing their shit, as you said, and I agree. A lot of people were, in fact, quote unquote, losing their shit. But it's just because of when he took it. Okay, let's let me. Let, before it you did win the game. Ask, so before you even get to important. what you're saying, I understand it won the game. Is anybody in the universe, in the world, in the country, surprised that with what was there like six seconds to go? They take the ball out opposite end. That it is in LeBron's hands. No. The answer is no. No one's surprised. Okay. So, we know LeBron's going to have it. We know there's going to be relatively decent defense played on him, which there was, which is what pushed him away from the basket. Yeah. And so, he has to jump and shoot the ball at that point, and it happened to go in. Suddenly, all these MJ comparison horseshit conversations start again (laughs) because he made a lucky shot. I want to see him take that shot with no defense ten times. Guaranteed, he doesn't make it half of them. He makes it four or fewer times. Nah. Everyone's losing their shit because he made a lucky shot. I don't think it was that lucky. I'm telling you. It's talking about the greatest player in the game right now. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. You don't think he can make that shot with nobody on him? No, I don't. Not 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 fifty one percent of the time. So if that's the case, then it's a, it's an even harder shot than you were admitting to before. If he can't make it, just free ball and playing with nobody on him. Here's the thing. Here's what you have to understand. It was actually, from his perspective, it was a bad play. He was shooting against his body. Why didn't he drive towards the basket and get contact? God knows they're going to call the foul if he goes towards the basket. <laughs> Someone breathes in the general direction of LeBron, the fucking whistles start blowing. So why didn't he do that? It was a tie game. All he do is go and make one or two free throws, game over. No, he wanted to act like the hero. He made a bad play going to his left. Congratulations, he can dribble his left. It's a talent I didn't know he had. Going away from the basket, falling away from the basket, and shooting up a prayer, and it happens to bank in. And then he did his fucking stand on the... The, the, yeah, the, the stand is a thing. little much, I know. Well, at least they were in Cleveland. I don't think he would have done it in... Uh... Of course not. He would have gotten shot! <laughs> so, so... <laughs> in Toronto. Um, yes. Different rules in Canada. So I want to mark this podcast Please with do. your ranting about how much you hate LeBron. So next year, when he makes that shot in the Lakers uniform, you can tell me how much you hate it again. I won't be watching. I won't be watching. You won't be watching if the Lakers are like on a playoff run and they're. I will temporarily disown the Lakers if they have a hot run into the playoffs as a result of LeBron James being on the team. I want no part of that. None. <laughs> Fuck him. Dude. Go to the Clippers. You're... Make the Clippers great again or for the first time. 
Nobody wants to play for the Clippers. Fuck the Clippers. Maybe he and Donald Sterling can buy the team again. That'd be an interesting dynamic. Fuck LeBron and his lucky ass shot. And I hope he gets pounded. I can't believe. By presumably Boston. Presumably. In the next round. There's no way he's losing to Boston. Oh my God. That would make my year if he lost to Boston. However, whoever makes it out of the East is just going to get crushed by whoever makes it out of the West. Of course they are. I mean, the, the NBA finals are basically the Eastern and Western Conference finals. Like, those are going to be the more entertaining series by far. By far. 100%. Most, more specifically, the Western Conference finals. I agree. I, I think the East could be pretty close. interesting. Well, no, it's going to be a it's going to be an annihilation. You got the young Celtics, presu- again, presumably. Philly's still alive, technically. But you yeah. got Tatum... You got uh, what's that kid? The young kid with the the, the big hair, Brown, Jalen Brown, um, and you got whoever's left from the injury ridden <laughs> Terry Rozier you know, early season. Yeah, Terry Rozier's coming Al, on. Al Horford. Why not? Old Al. He's an all star. So, <clears throat> yeah. The uh, I did that. That'll be an interesting series, assuming it's Cavs Celtics. I mean, I'd rather it right. be. The, Cavs, I'd rather be the Sixers, Sixers too. But whatever. The Sixers are just like, I mean, they shit the bed. The Cavs were sort of like on the ropes against Indiana, and LeBron kind of took over. They they dominated obviously Toronto because Toronto Toronto's can't afraid win. Afraid of LeBron. Yes. Um, <clears throat> but it'll be interesting to see how long. I mean, Kevin Love's picked up his game a little bit just to see how long LeBron can carry that like team of Kevin Love and a bunch of mediocre players. Well, according to Channing Fry and the entire NBA community, you can carry him all the way to their championship. So good luck, <laughs> LeBron. Good luck, well, you man, dumbass. I don't think that no one was saying they're just they thought it was an amazing shot, which it was. I'm not gonna Oh and by the way shit talk. And by it. the way most importantly of all, LeBron thinks that LeBron can carry LeBron and the LeBronettes all the way to an NBA championship. I mean, if That's anybody if anybody can do it, it's him. This might end the podcast, like <laughs> forever. This is ridiculous. All right, let's talk about something else. Well, oh, lose soon. This yes. is another thing. Uh, apparently, today J.R. Smith said, oh, "What oh, was boy, the quote? Did, another, you, did you hear another this? Another Mensa member? No, I didn't. Uh, that moron say. Hold on, let me find the exact quote. J.R. Smith. Let me guess." It was a tweet, and he took a selfie with his shirt off, and he said the following. What did he say? Oh, so <clears throat> uh, Scott Van Pelt asked him about having the green light to shoot. Right. A- and uh, he said, here, let me find the exact quote. He said, how green, how green is your light to shoot? And he said, very green, but not as green as that green I'm about to hit tomorrow. So he's playing golf? I don't get it. No, smoking the ganj. Oh my god. <laughs> he said that to Scott Van Pelt on the eleven on o'clock TV. sports center? Yeah, on Sports Center. What what does it take in order for us to be allowed to kick a player out of the league? Like what's that what line do they have to cross before we before Adam Silver, the living breathing commissioner, actually stands up and says, No, you can't be in the league anymore. I mean, whatever. Like, marijuana's legal in your state. 
It's legal it ain't legal in, in Cleveland. It's legal in California. I don't know. I don't really care. I mean, green. <clears throat> I don't care either. I just want J.R. Smith to go away forever. <laughs> partaker. Well, like retire. He, he will something. after the uh, Eastern Conference Finals, assuming they make it. No, they will make it. Sorry, assuming oh, they're, they—they're uh... making. They've already made the Eastern Conference Finals. <laughs> Sorry, he will after the Eastern Conference Finals, either being killed in the NBA Finals, or yes. not making it to the NBA Finals. Right. Let's let's hope the latter. Either one, I don't care. Right, is, there any, is, is there anything else you want to touch on now that I've thoroughly pissed you off talking about LeBron? <sighs> No. You don't want to hit any of the other topics. What what is the squirrels in the attic thing? I think I have squirrels in my attic. <laughs> so <laughs> that's it. <laughs> we can we we can, we can do a ninety second rant, not not even rant, just update on this. So since I've lived here, I've always heard sounds uh, uh, above me. When I and obviously the, the bedroom is on the top not obviously, but the bedroom's on the top floor of the house. I've always heard sounds above me. Now, I live in a, a mature neighborhood meaning there are plenty of mature trees in my yard, both on the side of my house where the bedroom is and the backyard. And I've seen hundreds of times squirrels traveling from a big pine tree in my backyard onto my roof. Mm-hmm. And I know that there's, again, a pine tree in my side yard that they could very easily reach because it literally touches the house as well. So I, for years, have assumed that what the sound I'm hearing is just squirrels kind of doing their little run back and forth on the roof. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until I started very recently researching this that, and apparently it's quite common in this part of the country, that they're like, no, they find a way into your attic and they will build a nest and raise their young in your attic, like in the insulation. I don't know how they don't itch like crazy, like humans do, but whatever. And so I was like, okay. So I watched, of course, I watched some YouTube videos, read some articles, and they're like, the first thing you have to do is ident- try to identify where it is they're getting in and out of your attic. Sure. And I've been I've been up on my roof several times the past few weeks, and I cannot for the life of me figure out where it is they're getting in and out. But I've kind of come to the conclusion that there must just be a spot that I have not identified and that they're getting into my attic, and now I have to call some sort of pest removal company to come check it out. And if you're wondering... Well, do you have, you know, a ladder that goes into your attic, or do you have a way to get in? There are actual, actually two entrances into the attic area, but both are literally just boards you have to kind of push up mm-hmm. and move to the side and then walk in. And I don't have, I don't have like, an eight-foot ladder. I don't own one. And so I'm not going to, like, get up. And I'm also, as I'm sure I'm positive you would be, I'm also kind of terrified that I would do that and push to the side and then 25 squirrels would jump down and on my head and now they're running free in my house. So I can't have that. I'd rather have a professional, even if it cost me several hundred dollars, I'd have a professional come up and look and tell me, oh, even if they say, oh, there's nothing wrong, it is in fact on your roof. I, I'd rather hear that than take the risk of Yeah, you should you just know, call somebody. They'll come out and look. Rabies. Yeah. We had, so, we had a squirrel in our attic in Portland and we had a guy come out to live trap it and I think he actually the squirrel like got around the trap or something but they closed up the area where he would have gotten in so I was like okay I just don't want the squirrel in my attic I don't give a shit right and that's the thing all the ones yeah all the ones I've read or the ones that I've considered calling 
you know, they they take it out to a farm far, far away. <laughs> and um, and most importantly, they will do the not only will they close up the spot, but they will also, if it is an insulation attic, they will replace the insulation. Obviously, that's all at a cost, but yeah, I'm yeah. like, yeah, great. It, I don't think it's that big a deal. It probably, I mean, depending on how big the hole is to get in. But um, I, I remember our, the guy we called was like, um, when you, if you, if you see something in a trap, call me right away. Cause basically like the squirrel will scream bloody murder when it's in the trap. And it's like, he's like, it's the worst sound in the world. So I'm available 24 hours a day. Call me and I'll come get him. Oh, wow. So luckily we didn't have but to it, endure that, but it never happened. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's squirrels in the attic. So we have to, up, geez, got to update the pod fans on that one too. That's three topics that I have to get update. They got to <laughs> put the ad pictures up in three weeks. Got to get an update on my coworker and his dating situation. I can update you on squirrels in the attic. So, uh, have you noticed any uh, change in your ab makeup after one week? Are you a full weekend? Are you a f- st- yeah, I, I started You're May eight 1st. days in? Yeah, I did the brutal one May 1st and then restarted with <laughs> the less brutal one on May 2nd. backed it down one level. Yeah. So, tomorrow will be the, the rest day, but that will be the seventh day of the normal one. So the first full week. So, um, so basically, I'm a weekend. Does the app just like give you a list of things, or does it have like videos that walks you through, or? Um, it, it's. I mean, it's. I'm assuming it's a free app with ads on it. It, or it is a free. It is. Oh, I thought you were assuming that because I downloaded it. Well, that too. Also, also a safe assumption. No, you're not paying no, for that shit. Of course not. It's um, it's. I mean, it's not a video, but it's kind of like you know, glorified stick figure drawings. More or less. And it has like a timer. Like, you know, when you finish each one, you just, you press the button that you've, you've checked it off and then it starts your either 15 second or 30 second rest and it counts it down. And there's a, you know, computerized British sounding woman that says, all right, next, you know, 26 mountain climbers. And then it has a little picture of that person. You know, do they, uh, doing. is this something you can do anywhere? Like, do you need any equipment to do it or just? The only thing that you need, and I, I haven't seen it yet in the, the medium level that I'm doing, but the only thing that, that came up on the, the harder one, which I assume might come up later on in the month, is um, there's one that's called a Russian twist, I think. And that's where you basically sit on your butt, you lift your, your legs off the ground, so you're kind of levitating. And so you're just sitting there. Your butt's the only part touching the ground. And then you're supposed to hold like a five-pound weight in your hands, clasp your hands together, and then just twist left or right, left or right. But otherwise, no, you can, that yeah, sounds brutal. I'm telling you, bro, it's brutal. But otherwise, no, you can do it, uh, you know, I just, I've done it on the bedroom floor, I've done it on the den floor, it doesn't matter. You do just, you do this, uh, is this a morning routine or evenings? No, I do it after I get home and after I've run and before I shower. So basically when I'm at my absolute weakest is what I do. <laughs> nice. After biking 11 miles to work, biking 11 miles home, and then going on a run of... Who knows what distance? Wait, your bike ride is eleven home. miles each way. Yeah, Jesus, just Uber it. Wow, full circle. All right, on that note, <laughs> <clears throat> Uber to work. Terrible idea. Anyway, okay. So all that stuff to update you guys on next week. Don't forget, wanted to thank the sponsors tonight of the pod, eHarmony, Plenty of Fish. If you're looking for some strange. Go out there to the dating websites and check it out for yourself. Um, sign up for free. Don't forget, put in the promo code BROPOD for all your dating needs. 
And on that note, thanks for listening, everybody. And until next week, peace! Peace!